everyone, welcome back to a bonus episode of the Knife Nuts podcast. And we are joined with none other than Sniper Bladeworks. Welcome, Lance. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. That was a very awkward intro. I'm sorry. This is a late night uh, recording session. This doesn't usually happen. So, you know, we're, I told you we keep it fast and loose. And if we get if it gets a little awkward, it gets a little awkward, right? <laughs> yeah. Weird is good. So I guess we should start out by saying welcome back, right? Yeah. It's been... Uh, I remember when I first got into uh, Knives, Snif- Sniper Bladeworks was, you know always part of the headlines it was one of the the brands that we looked up to uh and and saw all the time and then I, we didn't hear too much from you for the past couple years and and now you come through uh like a wrecking ball to quote miley cyrus yeah one of my favorites yeah i'm sure yeah her and merle haggard <laughs> what a combo yeah so so where you been and what brought you back well, we, I had slowed down a bit. I was working full time and trying to uh, continue to make a few customs. And I had a buddy that had been offering to try and help me do something for several years. And it, the timing just didn't really work out. Mm-hmm. And he finally called me up about a year ago, a little more maybe, and said, Hey, Lance, I, I think I can finally do something. Are you still interested? And I said, Yeah, absolutely. So we, uh, kind of kicked off from there. I, you know, I opened up the books and, and we talked about some financial stuff. We talked about designs, things that we had, we'd worked on in the past, things I wanted to do in the future. I got him linked up with a couple of my buddies to, uh, kind of up his knife. Give us Adam Pinner, by the way, the guy who I've been most of the correspondence has been through really, really cool guy. Yeah. Adam's a great dude. Super smart. Uh, he went to some kind of, I think like Ivy League girls' school back east. <laughs> uh, I forget what it is, but I believe that's pretty accurate, right? It would, it would be like the back east version of Stevens College here. Well, there you go, next to Columbia. So, but yeah, he was—you know—he was always enthusiastic, and then he finally just had the time and a little bit of financial help, and he's like, "Okay, let's do this." So, yeah, super, I was super excited, and it's been kind of fun. That's awesome. So, and you're approaching this, uh, and we're going to get into a lot of this, but you're approaching this. Uh, one of the biggest differences, this is a, a huge production run that you guys are doing, uh, where you guys in the past were focused mostly on, on your custom, uh, custom knives, right? Yeah. We have not done a lot of production stuff. I did right. the chopper through uh condor. And wasn't there one through Boker too? Or am I remembering that yeah, correctly? Yeah, it was a Boker. Oh, yeah, the Boker Plus, they and they still make the S2. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I thought I saw it recently. That's that's true. They, I remember they when did, that came out. They did our VLB, which we didn't make a lot of, but was kind of a cool knife. Now, they called it a DH that got – they got their coordinates off on that one a little bit. But by the time it came out, uh, there, was, there was no change in it. So I'm like, all right. I mean, all of our stuff looks sort of similar in handle shape and whatnot. I'm like, it could be a DH, whatever. Right. Uh, <laughs> But they didn't make a bunch of those. Um, but the, that F2 they still make, and it's pretty cool. Yeah. No, I always thought that was a cool a cool knife that they made. I, I do like that one. 
but this is uh, it's it's great to see you guys coming back because and I want to get into your actual history too. So that's the next piece. But uh, I have uh, one of the main reasons that I wanted to you know talk to you guys and, and work with you is because I remember Sniper Blade Works is such a prominent uh, uh, name from when I first got into got into knives, and it was when everybody was making like hard use knives, like that was like the in thing, you know, and. I wanted you guys to talk about how you got into that. Uh, talk about your history. Talk about wh- where you guys came from. Uh, I mean, like at the very beginning, I, I just grew up being a knife guy. Right. Uh, I collected knives as a little kid. My dad liked knives, so he was very supportive and helped us do, uh, bought us knives, took us to shows. Mm-hmm. We uh, The Knife Makers Guild show was in Kansas City when I was a kid. And we would go to that. That's how I met Almar. I was friends with Almar from Almar. Oh, Knives. wow. Yeah. Wow. Legend. It, well, he's a badass, too. He was a Green Beret. Yeah. I don't know if everybody knows that. And a- knows Aaron his- Aaron talks about Aaron Frederick. Are you familiar with Aaron Frederick? I know the name. Yeah. he He's a, he's a crazy dude, too. But he uh, he always talked up uh, Almar as well. Yeah. And John Gray. John Gray always talked up Almar as well. Is that the Spartan guy? No, but not Spartan, but uh, if you guys John Harsey, yes, okay, yeah, because you know, both those Spartan cats are uh, SF guys, yes, they yeah. are, and I like, and they've always been real friendly. I like them, Th- they uh, are definitely cool dudes, they are very good people. I love the Spartan folks, and they make a badass knife now, too. Man, some of their fixed blades are nasty, yeah, I think they've always done some neat stuff, and, and yeah. all the actually, when we do some work with some fifth group guys. Uh, right, I've been friendly with, and they're all they're all good guys. I think they're all generally very friendly, affable for being you know just complete apex predators. Uh, <laughs> they actually are very pretty nice. I think that's very part pleasant of people. Yeah, and that's it's always that's, the, the that's a good thing. I like that. You know, you don't have to wear it on your sleeve all the time, right? No, and and I think they're generally calm. Like you don't see them flip out when things start to go pear shaped, uh, which I like. <laughs> right. So. But yeah, so I grew up in a knife background. Um, I was I designed some stuff in the early '90s. The Mineral Mountain Hatchet Works people made it for me. Wow. Uh, the Frizzells. It was Ted and Barry, and I think they still do some stuff. I haven't talked to uh, Ted for a minute, but he's he's a real good guy. I don't think I'm familiar. I, th- I know the name, but I couldn't picture anything from them if i tried right now it, it, it's awesome i mean it's 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 uh it's all tactical it's a little rough isn't the word but it's it's real hard use uh stuff but th- those are good tats and so would you say that that was something that sort of influenced you early on i think so i mean i've always like i said i've always done knife stuff but i designed some stuff they made it they actually liked it they made a few more of my designs and sold them to folks uh that's cool and then this would have been in the 90s when mm-hmm. this was happening, early 90s. And then somewhere again in about the early 2000s, uh, my dad started collecting some higher-end stuff and got back into it. And I was always still kind of into it, but I really got deeper into it. And I started designing some things. Hmm. Uh, I designed a neat knife with Don Hansen. Okay. Uh, it had like a Strider type blade. I got a hold of Mick Strider through the USN. Gotcha. And like, hey, can you know? I know you guys don't take custom orders, but I want to do something. The handle's going to be different. 
but I like this blade shape. Can I use it? And he hit me right back up like, absolutely. Not a problem. Thanks for asking. That's very cool. Go for it. Yeah, super yeah. cool. Mick's um, always a cool dude. We, we, we enjoy talking to him too. We've got to get him on the show as well. I don't know him real well, but I've talked to him at a couple of shows. Now, I, I'm pretty friendly with Dwayne because uh, mm. Dwayne was friends with uh, the GA Precision guys that are in town. He's a character, man. I've only met him once or twice, but he's oh, he's, he's a, a guy. He's yeah. a knows a ton about steel. Yeah, uh, he's yeah. He holds court nightly. It's fun at the shows. Everybody he, speaks highly of him. That's you want. Yeah, you want to get a seat for that if you can. <laughs> Definitely, <laughs> Wayne Dwyer's show is always good. Um, but uh, so I was working with him, and then I started doing some stuff with Jody. And uh, Jody Muller from Muller Forge. Okay. And all those are Missouri guys. And then I'd met Birch somewhere in there. And Birch has always helped us and shown us things. And uh, so that's kind of where Sniper Blade Works came from. We, uh, we were making real high-end tactical folders and entering them in some shows. And they won a couple. The thing with Don sure. Hanson won the Chicago show. The and what, what, what time period are we in right now? with where you're at with this are we uh, talking like mid mid 2000s ish four oh five okay okay yeah just so i know where i am in the grand scheme of things here but that's 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 cool yeah yeah so we so and then jody and i did a knife and that won the chicago show and then some of the stuff we were putting in they just started rejecting right they're mm-hmm. like no too nice you can't have damascus it's not a tactical folder Right. It's, you know, it's not a tactical knife. It can't have mammoth ivory on it, you know, even though it's stabilized <laughs> and some other stuff. Man, I got to see these these things. You got to send me some pictures I'll, of this I'll, stuff. I'll send you some pics of them. We have, yeah. I, have some, uh, I have some coop pics of those, too. They're nice ones. Oh, nice. Yeah, we'll get those over to you. So we, uh, but anyway, so they started, they started kind of dinging them. They're like, man, they're cool, but they're just too nice. So we're like, okay, well, let's, uh, Let's make them not. Let's make them not so high end, right? I mean, same, same com uh, combination of stuff, ergonomics. But you know, I won't use Damascus. So I'll use regular sure. steel. And you know, they also then didn't have to be that expensive. And that's about the time I was thinking of getting out of law enforcement. So Jody started teaching me a little more about the knife business uh, and how to make knives. And that's kind of where Sniper Blade Works came from. You know, it's I hear these stories. Um, a lot, you know, and it's it's always great when I see how the the series of events that leads to like, you know what, I'm going to do this. And, it, and it, it's very inspiring for people, I think, because no one ever plans that sort of thing. It's just sort of this. These are the life choices that I've made and these are the things that I love. And here I am. I'm going to do this. You know, I'm going to make knives now. So it's it's great to hear everyone's, uh, you know, background with that kind of thing. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was definitely scary when I quit. I'm sure. Yeah. But I was, I was kind of burned out on the law enforcement thing, and I had done most of the things I wanted to do. Right. I'd worked on the DEA task force. I'd been a detective the bulk of my career. I was a SWAT guy and a team leader and a sniper. So I had done a lot of the stuff I wanted to do. A lot of my buddies had quit the department. Um, you know, so I wasn't, it just wasn't as much fun as it used to be. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, maybe it's time to go do something else. And I would like, I would like to do this. And, uh, you know, prior to that, I about went and played football over in Europe early on, like right out of college. European football or American football? American football. Gotcha. In Sweden. 
Well, that's interesting. Didn't see that coming. No, so, I didn't do it. And I'd always wished I had. So when this opportunity came up, I'm just kind of like, fuck it. I'm doing it right. Like and I get this is this is not the smartest decision in the world. And it wasn't. And it still may not be. <laughs> we'll see how it all ends up. Yeah, that's a cool story. Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. Was fun. I was like, you know, I, I always wished I'd done that. I'm not going to let this one go by and wished uh, I had done it and didn't. So in 09, right before the 4th of July, I put in I put in my two weeks notice and wow. I sold some a couple high end knives I had uh, to a buddy. I had about six grand to my name, but I'm like, that'll, you know, that'll pay bills for a month or two. Sure. And, um, yeah, I, float just, you. I started doing it full time. Wow. That's cool. And that puts us right in the timeline of when my, my buddy and, uh, Jake, who's a co-host on the show, I hope you get a chance to talk to him at some point. Uh, he's going through building his shop and, uh, going through, uh, kind of like the same sort of situation where he's he's trying to build well he's trying to build his first knife but that's a whole joke on the podcast don't don't get me started with that uh, it, the whole contrast is we have jake who's trying to start out being a knife maker and we have brian who is also at like yourself an award-winning knife maker so it's the contrast is hilarious um both have their their quirks for sure uh but the point is, is that this you're in the 2009, 2010 era at this point is when uh, Jake and I really got into knives. And that's when we remember, I guess it was probably a little later than maybe 2011, 2012 uh, designs like the LPC had come out and we were really gravitated. To, we, gra- we gravitated toward those, uh, the stride, you know, the striders, the all those hard use knives were, were very in at the time. And and I remember Sniper Bladeworks was was right there with them, you know, Um that was a popular popular name in the 2000 in the early 2010s. I think it was like 2013. You guys actually won an award for that knife as well, right? Yeah, 13 was a good year. Um, we were on the cover of Blade with the DMF in 2013, the January issue. So it came the out DMF. before that, but gotcha. That was the issue, and or that it was on, which was cool. And then. Uh, if I'm remembering correctly, it was 2013 when we won the tactical folder award with an LPC. Gotcha. And that was 2000. That was, that was, and then Brian, I think won the, the next year. So our co-host, you were there in 2013 and won best tactical folder. And I think Brian won the next year with uh, the typhoon. So it's like all like a synergy thing. I like that. Everything comes together. Small world. Yeah. But the, that was, it was, that was a good year and it was fun. You know, blade shows a ton of fun. I'm it is. Yeah. Going back. Yeah, it's a shame. Like, were you? Have you been still? Even if you were taking the hiatus, were you still at Blade Show the past couple years, or have you not been? No, I haven't been since fifteen. Gotcha. You know, nor have I been to the USN show since about fifteen. That's about when I started working full time. Uh, and now we went to Blade though. Prior to that, you know, we were sure. Yeah, because you and you said you and your dad collected knives and stuff yeah. too, right? And that, and, you know, in fourteen, dad died, but in mm. that kind of, it just wasn't quite as much fun after that for a while because we had done so much knife stuff together. Mm. It uh, it put a little damper on things. I think it took me a little while to kind of get back into it. And, Absolutely, I uh, com- I can completely understand that. So that one was. Uh, I mean, I think he'd be really excited. I was going to say, I'm sure he's proud of you right now. 
yeah, the Kickstarter mom, is looking amazing, you know? I, yeah, like, I think my mom calls me like every day, tell me about the Kickstarter. And I'm like, I'm <laughs> she, she tells all her friends, well, my son has a successful Kickstarter. I can yeah, imagine I'm, that. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And that's I'm like, great. I'm like, it's doing good. I'm like, we need to raise more money. I mean, it's it's going well, but I'm like, before we actually start making any money, we've got to get a few more. Uh, you know, I, I completely there. understand. She's like, and, enjoy the moment. I'm like, I am. I'm trying. I, so, it's, you have to enjoy it, but I understand keeping a level head because, you know, the, this business is, is, is strange, man. Like, even being as someone who looks at the market all the time and, and seeing how it's changed just in the past decade. It's, it's hard to predict. Uh, but I think there's, uh, you guys definitely have, you're onto something, you know, uh, yeah, I feel it's cyclical, I think yeah. too, right? Like sure. when we, when we won the tactical folder award and I thought that was really cool, but I also liked it cause that was a very hot market at the time. Exactly. Yeah. And I think it may not be as hot as it was. Uh, are you guys friends with Les Robertson from, uh, Robertson's custom cutlery. I, I'm Actually, familiar with the company. I'm not. Good dude. Really, really smart. Um, hmm. I love talking with him. I learned something every time I talk to him. You know, and he was telling me that, you know, like with all the popularity of Forged and Fire, um, you know, hmm. that you're seeing more ABS stuff and fixed blades are kind of becoming a bigger thing. And he's like, it'll all come back. But yes, yeah, every what's old is new again, for sure. Yeah, uh, it, it's all kind of cyclical. I mean, I think the I think the tactical folder thing is good, just because you always have a use and a need for those. You, I can't carry a thick plate all the time. Yes, and the, absolutely. And the definition of tactical folder is so broad; like so many things can fit into that into that category. And what was interesting to to me, and Dave and I had discussed this too, is because in the past couple of years, the trend has gone towards smaller knives and things like that. Um, and I love a good thin slicing pocket knife, but there's something to be said about something you could open a paint can with if you wanted to and not worry about it. You know what I one mean? Of, one of the best compliments we got was, um, from these crazy dudes from Georgia, uh, Matt Drake, I think they had a, a soul or something okay. the, at the time, but they were, we were friends with them from the shows, but they liked our stuff. And he's like, mm -hmm. Lance, he's like, your guys' knife is so tough, you could field dress a Honda. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually hilarious. <laughs> like, I'm feeling that. It's going to go on a t-shirt one of these days. Oh, my God. I could I could see that because I, um, I have the production LPC right here. I, I bet I could uh, take a, a Honda Civic and just peel back all of the all of its layers. Yeah. I, I, that was supposed I, to be funny, but, you know. No, well, I thought those cats. I thought that was one of the <laughs> someone's told us. Yeah. And they were, they those were good dudes. I love how many people I've got to meet too over the years with it. Definitely, I mean that's the most rewarding thing I think about uh, this because I, I mean we joke and you know we laugh like knife community, blah blah blah. I'm doing air quotes, but you can't you can't see that. Um, I think I think it really is a, a good community where people genuinely want to help people out and. Uh, there's competition and stuff, but I don't really see it that way. I think there's so much room in this, in this hobby for all different kinds of things, you know? Yeah. I, you know, Adam was really impressed with that. Cause when I, when he came to me and, you know, I knew he was serious and, and really had the means and the time to do it. Uh, I put him in touch with a few people and he was, uh, 
you know, he was blown away at how open they were, right? Like, here's yeah. our pricing structure. Here's a list of people you can go talk to. And he's like, that would never happen in other business, uh, in other fields. Like, they'd just right. not tell you that. No, uh, I, I, I agree 100%. Uh, Mike from V Knives. Yeah, I just recently started talking to him. He seems like a, a pleasant dude. Dude, he is awesome. And I've known him. I think I probably met him before. I, I can't remember like the, exactly the first time I met Mikey, but I've known him forever. And we did hang out at the very first USN show. Uh, right. I think I met him at, was, at a late show hoot. one year. I think and we had a great was, time. But, you know, he's very helpful. Mikey's background is really interesting. He worked for Spyderco before it was Spyderco. Yeah, that's what he was telling me. He used to do... Um... It was called Golden Manufacturing. And right. that, that cat's name, I want to say, was Vince Ford. And he's from England. He's a Brit, and I believe he's passed. Uh, but he was really cool. I met him at a show. And then he and that uh, the guy that owns it now, is it Sal Glazer or Glesser? Glesser, yeah, yeah. They had worked together, and then somewhere Sal took the whole thing over. Right. Uh, oh, that makes sense. Then so my, now, go ahead. So, so now, I'm sorry, things are just clicking in my head now. So the the Taiwanese manufacturing that you're using for uh, some of the new production stuff now that all makes sense to me because yeah. the only other other company that I knew that ever you that at least publicly was uh, Spiderco. Yeah, and I think that's how Mike knew these cats. I know then you know he went out west and that that Ford did as well. And I don't know if they worked together out there or not, but they both hmm. ended up in Seattle. But Mike worked for Blade Tech. Gotcha. Then, then Mike worked with Fox Knives ah. out of Italy. And, and Mikey either owned or ran or both the American side of that. And then here in the last few years, he started his own thing with V Knives. Right. And Mikey, Mikey holds like two or three patents, too. He's a smart cat. He, I, I've, I've only ever... Uh... Some of the designs always looked a little eccentric to me, like when I looked at all the V-Knife stuff. But the more I look at it, the more it's it's pretty cool. And I, I just started talking to him. So we never really, you know, we, we just started talking recently. Uh, he seems like a really interesting guy. Yeah, great dude. I mean, give you the shirt off his back. Uh, real knowledgeable, very helpful. That, yeah. He's a good person to know in the knife industry. And yeah, what a what an interesting work background. You don't really talk to too many former Spyderco employees either, you know? They kind of play their cards pretty close to the chest. Yeah, I mean, he's the only one I know. Yeah, I can't, I can't think of any. I know the Spyderco guys do listen to our show, so um, a lot of the people who work in their in their offices listen. Um, well, and I guess Sal was friends with Almar. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I read I an article where when they were first coming out, you know, yeah. he he talked to Al about. Through the, the 80s, yeah. Through the 80s, yeah. Through the 80s and 90s. And now sure. like, I think this knife's ugly, I believe is what I heard. He's like, but I'll help you. And I, you know, with the first time I saw a clip on a knife, I was like, that's that's weird, right? Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just to show where we've been. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I, 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 I didn't like it. I was just right. like, that, that is kind of fucked up, quite honestly. And now I won't carry a knife if it doesn't have a clip on it. Right, yeah. I mean, that's logical I mean, at this point. Yeah, I'm glad but that evolution was, happened. That way forward thinking. Wow. You know, that's awesome. And that was some genius shit there. So before we get into some of the, because uh, I want to talk about the Kickstarter and I want you to talk about the product line and, and what your vision is going forward uh, with Sniper Bladeworks. 
but I want to rewind a little bit. Tell me some of the knives you, you like to carry that are not Sniper Bladeworks. Uh, some of the stuff you used to collect. Let's go into some specifics. Uh, I'd love to. Um, so I had, uh, when we we're talking about Strider, I had an AR. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. No, I take that back. I, had a <laughs> I, I could definitely see and you carrying We were on AR. the SWAT team, a buddy and I that bought them when they first came out, and we got to pick the number, right? So I had 55, right. and my buddy had 56. Wow. And that thing was just a beast. Uh, I was so excited. You know, I would check. I would check the forms and stuff to see how those were coming daily. That was so much fun. Wow. Uh, you know, I still like my Jody and Birch stuff. I've right. got, uh, I've got a neat uh, Japanese wrapped uh, kind of Dao thing I used to carry on SWAT. It's got a cool hamon on it. Mm. Um, you know, and I still like to see what Birch is doing. Yeah. Birch always has some good stuff going. I mean, everything he makes is, is very nice. And, you know, Jody's stuff is really neat. Uh, totally. You know, with all the engraving that he can do. Oh, yeah. And he's been wildly helpful. You know, we used to stay at his house. I mean, him and his poor wife put up with us forever. I mean, you know, their house doubled in size. Because then I had buddies that wanted to come with me. They're like, that's just cool, Lance. Can I come with you? And I'm like, shit, I don't know. I don't want to get thrown out of this deal. Let me call <laughs> Jody, right? You know, and I, I want to thank Jody a lot, but we really ought to thank Ginger more, his wife. I mean, because she's right. the one who put up with all of this and cooked for us and, you know. I, it all goes back to what we were saying. I think this is part of what we were talking about before we got disconnected was that 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 community, that that uh, that willingness to to nurture this the hobby the the enthusiasm the just the knife enthusiasm you know what i mean because it's an art form and i think people who respect it and understand it respect that in each other which is very cool yeah i i think you gotta dig it i mean i don't i'm not i don't think anybody's really getting super rich in this deal no i mean, they're I mean unless you're unless you're ken onion or something then yeah you retire, then you retire in in hawaii and but all that you know, stuff the of these cats are you know, probably just getting by, but they do it because they like it. They love it. Right. It's fun. It's interesting. You know, I'm not real mechanical. Um, and I think that's part of why I like it because it, it, it challenges me to learn some new skills that I, mm -hmm. I find interesting. Um, yeah. you know, a good handful of things came easy to me, like sports wise, you know, I was pretty good at football, pretty good at baseball. I didn't have to work very hard to excel in those. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, my brother and I used to ice climb and do some winter mountaineering, and I'm way too big for that. But it, I liked it because I think it was harder for me. And I think you wouldn't I, catch me doing it. I think I enjoy the knife making too because it's something that, I mean, design wise, I think I'm pretty good at it. But the actual making of the knives required me to work a little harder to learn some stuff. I mean, hell, I didn't know what a you know what a mill was. Right. <laughs> Until Jody, I'm like, how do we get this little notch in here to relieve the, I didn't even know it was called relieving the lock. I'm like, how did you just put the thing in here? Right. Like it's a milling machine. I'm like, what's that? You just knew what you liked. You knew what you liked. And, and you had, and your dad too, at the time, uh, was, was really into, was really into knives. So did you learn any of that from him as well? Uh, I mean, he was pretty mechanical, but he mm. didn't, we didn't do a lot of that. Gotcha. Um, you know, I, I think I got the interest from him. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, he was, he had a good design. I, I was going through the book, uh, 500 knives, which is, okay. a, yeah, yeah. But if, if, in one of these days we'll sit down and talk about that, if we, we get more time, but Absolutely. I, 
there's a handful. I bookmark a bunch of things in there that were either knives that my dad helped design or I helped design or maybe came out after we designed some stuff with some people and they, they hit up something similar. Um, right. I think that's a neat thing to show people that the old man. Absolutely. Yeah, man. May have had a little impact in this crazy. Yeah. That, yeah. And then let's fast forward now to here we are, you know, you, uh, sniper blade works is back on the map. You've been what, how long, when did the Kickstarter launch? Like two weeks ago? Not even. Uh, I think it'll be two weeks tomorrow, two weeks tomorrow. So, and you've already made quite an impact. Uh, your Instagram is, is getting, is blowing up. It's getting, you know, cause I think you started fresh. Did you not? Uh, we had a few people in there, but not a ton. Yeah. You guys, uh, I mean, you, you came through, like, like I said earlier, Miley Cyrus on a wrecking ball. Um, and you've got a whole, it's not just one knife. It's not, you know, a lot of these guys come out and say, look, Look at our knife. This is what we're showing. If you guys pledge now, you can you'll be able to get this knife. You're showing a product line and and a vision for what you guys are uh, you know trying to build here with with Sniper Bladeworks. So let's yeah. run down if you want to talk about what the what the plan is. Yeah. So we came out with five knives. We like to do things in fives. Mm-hmm. So we we had two or three, and Adam came back to me. He's like, "We do a lot of stuff in fives. Why don't we do five? And I'm like, "That's fine. I've got time. I mean, I've got designs that i'll never get to right and that was part of the production or why to go with production uh because the custom side of it is just slow it and is i am particularly slow um <laughs> i can so, relate don't you should see our uh, release the, if you ask any of our listeners we are known for being slow <laughs> so yeah. you're you're in good company man i've got a cat i gotta get a bbm to that trench knife is probably about ready to kill me but he's, he's been a good dude uh He's like quit doing podcasts and make my knife ask. <laughs> and it, it's almost done. We're down to the sheath now. But uh, I like the idea of being able to do things quicker, make sure. more of them, Absolutely. Um, and make them cheaper, right? I mean, because I could, I only own one of my own knives at a time. Mm-hmm. I can't afford them, uh, or not many of them. Right. And I wanted to get more knives into more people's hands, especially, you know, my cop buddies. Yeah. Fire Absolutely. guys. Very you know, logical military guys you know these sf guys that we were working with the fifth group people you know they would come in but if they all wanted something there was just no way to make it for a whole team mm-hmm. um, not in a timely fashion or an not, economical way yeah and not be super expensive you'd um, end up hating your job too because you'd have to build all those knives and you'd, you'd be yeah, tired of looking it, at it so this was a real good way to do it i mean because this is really kind of a thing where custom meets production it's kind of a boutique thing Yes, uh, you know, the materials are exactly the same for the most part, and in some cases they're better, right? Like the mm-hmm. LPC never never ran on bearings prior to this, right? We actually had to re- redesign some of the internals, and that's what I love about working uh, with the Cutway folks is that guy's an engineer, mm-hmm. so you know I can tell him what I want to do, and he's is, like, this- is Cutway uh, the manufacturer? Yes. Okay, just so we're clear, yeah, yeah, that guy's name is Race. Race. And he, he spends a ton of time with us on the phone. We do a lot of conference calls with him, and he's very gracious with his time, and he's helped us a lot. Uh, but, you know, he'll tell me what I can do and what I can't do, right? You can you can move this center pivot or this part this far, but if you do it any more than that, you're going to start to have some structural issues. Yeah, I, I love hearing that it's more of a – this is what a lot of people don't understand 
because uh, there's still a lot of people who are like anti-production knife or or anti-having you know overseas production or anything like that. But you you collaborate and you make a better product. You know, it's it's what's best for everyone in this case. Yeah, I, I think the tolerances are very tight. Mm-hmm. Time time again, each part comes in tighter, and then when you put that together, you just end up with a better product. I will say this, Lance, like the one thing that I noticed is that it's 100% a Sniper Bladeworks product. It looks and feels like one of the customs that I would have picked up in, you know, in terms of the way it looks, the heft, the, the, the blade stock that you use, but everything is fit together a little more, uh, cleanly, you know, it's just, you you have that. That's what you get when you're running on it, you know, you're actually running it all on a mill or a CNC. Um, but the essence and the soul of what made a sniper blade works knife, a sniper blade works knife is not missing from these knives, which is, no, I mean, which is the trade, which is usually the trade off. You know, we well, talk about them having a soul, you know, custom knives have a soul, but there's a lot of personality in these knives. And I appreciate that. And I, and I'm glad you didn't miss that. I think that's what, I mean, our, claim to fame or what really makes sniper blade work stuff um, other than some hamones now and again but really is the handle right it's the mm-hmm. handle it's that pistol grip it's that hump that takes up the gap in your hand if you have it in kind of a standard that'd be like saber grip i think yeah uh, that you know that you get a hundred percent of that in these knives you, mm-hmm. you miss nothing there and that's really what i like about it so all the ergonomics completely transfer over you're not missing anything and you're not really missing anything on the materials. No, I, it's S30V is what you're using for most of it, right? Uh, yeah, for the well, the the LPC, LPC. the DMF is a stainless Damascus, nice, um, which is cool. It's 1095 on the other knives, which is, I mean, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Some people dig it, some people don't, but it's I, I like it for like fixed blades and outdoor stuff. I uh, do we, we, what we call uh, the, we, we've coined the term tree shit is when you get outside and do stuff in the trees or anything yeah. outdoorsy. Isn't that right, Dave? 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 I had to unmute. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt you guys. Yes. Dave fell asleep. He's like, I can't hardly. <laughs> 1095 on all that stuff. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but they're the same, right? They're the exact yeah. same as the customs. Um, you know, and there are even still some hand touches on there as well. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, and we're, we're making them in smaller controlled batches. We don't want to, you know, we don't want to just mass produce a ton of stuff. We want to keep it tight. That's come back to that boutique thing. We and it al- to- also that allows you to improve things, change things as you go. Um, and, and just keep a good eye on what comes, what you're putting out, which is really awesome to hear. Yeah. And we're, we're getting feedback like from you guys and we'll, we'll talk more about that later, um, or, you know, off, offline, but we'll, we'll get your input things you'd like to see changed. I know there are a few spots like out on the blade of the Mamu that are a bit sharp. So Mm. we're going to, we're going to tone those down, either tumble them more around them a bit. I mean, cause we like them. You know, I want the knife to just melt into your hand. We're big, we're big it. fans of chamfers here. Yes. Chamfers on things are, are a good thing. So we're going to work on, you know, making sure the stuff is kind of dehorned. And uh, so I've really enjoyed this part of the process because it allows us to get some real world feedback. Yeah, it's got to be rewarding seeing like the prototypes come in and getting them in hand and, pe- and getting people's reactions to them. 
Um, and I'm sure you're looking forward to, I'm sure it's a huge weight on your shoulders until everything, the Kickstarter closes and the order is in, you got to wait for the knives to come through and then they get into everybody's hands. So it's a long process, but I think it'll be very rewarding. I hope so. I, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. It's been, it's been hard, but it's been fun and I'm excited to see, you know, how the final products turn out, um, you know, especially with the input that we've gotten from others and the stuff that we've hit them back up with. Uh, I think they're going to be really, really nice. I'm excited about the dashies. I love dashies. Yeah, uh, I, I do. I'm, I'm usually like indifferent towards a dashi, but yours definitely has a lot, little more personality. So usually with a dashi, it's very, you know, you know what you got, you know, but with your stuff, it looks a, a little more interesting. Well, it has the it has the same sniper handle. These mm-hmm. are just a little bit bigger, which I think maybe makes them more practical. I do think that uh, most sniper blade works knives. I think they make a hell of a lot more sense once you get them in hand. And I've there's a lot of knives that that uh, that applies to, but specifically, I think things like the LPC. Once you get it and you have it in front of you and you see the heft of it and uh, you know that thick blade stock and the way it melds to your hand. And you just feel like you could do anything with these knives. Yeah. And it, it helps to feel it. I think that's why we've always done well. It shows, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, if you get it when you see it, it makes some sense. But if, if you don't, you know, if your eye doesn't pick up why we've done what we've done, as soon as you get it in hand, you know, you're like, Oh, I get it now. You know, and it's continue. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, that's kind of how I came up with the handle when I was starting this. I mm-hmm. took a handful of knives that I liked and I just, I kind of dissected, why do I like each one? Why does this knife feel better than the other one? Mm-hmm. And I went through all of those, kind of like Eli Wallach when he puts that pistol together and the good, the bad, and the ugly. Right? Exa- that, funny, that's exactly what popped into my head, but go ahead. But I, I went through all of those and then I also just looked at how is my hand built, right? What would make this feel even better that isn't happening yet? And that's kind of how we came up with our handle design. Makes sense to me. Yeah, I think it's good. I like it. And, you know, we can talk about all, like, the badass shit you can do with these knives, but they're just fun. Like, let's, like, you know, all the things, like, you know, know, your military background, your police background, all of that. I I was military. I mean, I I run with a lot of military guys. That's right. Well, exactly. That's what it was. I'm sorry. No, you're good. I just don't want to. No, of course. But, you know, we, t- we talk about people in, in law enforcement who carry these things and have to rely on them for God knows what. But at the end of the day, the people who are going to be purchasing them and, uh, you know, they may, you know, for me, I, there's no real use for it on a daily basis. But the damn thing is so much fun to have and use and, and carry just when I'm in my backyard or, you know, wherever. So I think that says a lot about the product is that it can be many things to different people. Yeah. There's no reason this can't be fun. Right. I think that's really the key. Um, but let, can we talk a little bit about pricing? How is everything uh, tiered on the, on the Kickstarter and how do you see it uh, branching out in the future? Uh, so we tried to run this where there was a little bit of something in there for everybody, right? Like the dashy comes in at just a touch over a hundred. Uh, right. And if you buy it in a pack and we've got, I'll tell you more, we got a, we've got a thing where some people can get some discounts, uh, which, oh, will yeah. knock, which, discounts. Will knock that, which will knock that down some. You heard um, that knife nuts listeners. You guys might be able to get a discount. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you about that program in a minute. My brother runs that. Uh, Interesting. So yeah, for the future, Nick at sniperbladeworks.com is where you're going to want to go for that. But, you hear that, um, Nick? This is your. T- this is going to be your time to shine, buddy. I know you're there. You're going to be. It. You're going to be a star. But so <laughs> the net comes in at you know around a hundred to touch over, right? Um, you know, up to the uh, DMF that's coming in at about four and a half. Uh, but for stainless Damascus, I think that's a pretty awesome price. That's nice, yeah. You know, it has the inserts. It's got the pivot collar. Both the folders have that uh, combination over travel locking device, which I think is awesome. You know, that thing is not- that that thing's definitely cool looking. I got to get my hands on one of those too. Well, yeah, you can you know you can replace it, right? Yeah. You know, so if you're one of these dudes that likes to open your knife like you're cracking a bullwhip, which <laughs> don't do that to your knives, please. Right. But if you do, you know, you can then replace that, and you basically sure. it's like a new knife again. Absolutely. Um, this and. You know, Go ahead. It's fun to see these things that you probably wouldn't would have had a hard time implementing, you know, back in 2012, 2013, working in your shop, like lock bar inserts and things like that. Oh, no, so, I, hell no I don't want to do that. You know, I don't want to. Yeah, put bad of course them. not. No, hell no. But it's I great mean, to see them implemented into your into your designs. It's great to be able to do that now. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a great upgrade mm-hmm. and I don't physically have to do it. Right. Because I'm not Dan. Like, over hell no. Here. Right. You know, Dan, and I don't think Dan's a trained machinist, but that cat just, he's like Birch, right? Like, you know, Birch is the hormone whisperer. Mm-hmm. He can get a hormone out of anything and it's disgusting. It, you know, I'm like, why isn't this working, Michael? Can you help me? <laughs> and, you know, Dan's kind of the same way on the machining side, even though I don't, he's not a machinist by trade, but he, he just picks up on all that stuff. But that's, it's difficult to do and it's not easy. So I love being able to incorporate this in at a price that is, like less than half of that's yeah that's it's got to be back and that's 2013 knife money like it was probably double i mean just to get into like an lpc probably what was that almost a thousand bucks just to get into an l you know, I, haven't, I haven't made one by hand for a minute so i haven't fully priced what that would be and i i tend to not i tend to not get enough money for these sometimes exactly I, yeah i'm I sure be a tool. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know i also might want to pay my rent like i lost a house over this deal and a handful wow. of girlfriends. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it, I probably in some cases should charge more. But, no, I think the prices are really good. You know, so you're anywhere from a little over 100 to 450 which is which I think is decent. Um, I think that's right in the in the wheelhouse of 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 the your average collector, too. Yeah, like you, exactly. the people who take knives pretty seriously that you're going to be able to get into into this stuff, into all of it at a pretty reasonable price, I would say. Yeah, I think there's, there's like I said, there's something in there for everybody. We've got three fixed blades running in different sizes. We've got two folders. You know, the Smatchet is awesome. I mean, that's not a love that. Tea, but I've always loved Smatchets. Al Mar did a Smatchet back in the day. What's not to love about a Smatchet? What's not to I, love? Yeah, I, I just think they're fantastic. So I, I think pe- people that don't people that don't like it just take themselves too seriously. I think. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> it's like, what? You're going to turn your nose up to the smatch it? Why? Well, and they're expensive, right? I mean, they don't make a ton. I mean, Cold Steel makes one. But that's, that's true. It's pretty big, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's different. Uh, and I own one. I mean, it's, it's just not a bad knife by any means, but it's no. also a little large. I think our size on this is a little bit better. Uh, it's funny when, when the when the Sniper Bladeworks product is the more diminutive 
one. It doesn't, doesn't happen, happen that happen. happen. You know, that know. doesn't happen very often. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned it. Uh, you know, very, very infrequently will you hear me say that, but right. uh, <laughs> sure I'm compensating. But anyhow, uh, but no, we love it. I think, for, you know, I think the lineup is good. There's a lot of neat stuff in there. Uh, mm-hmm. I've been real happy with the quality. And um, I've been very happy with the reviews and results and the feedback we've gotten. It's all been quite positive. That's awesome, man. That's it's really great to hear. And, and, and you know, when it happens to good people, it's even better. So that's we wish you the best of luck with everything that you're doing. Well, I, I appreciate that. We're trying, so we'll we'll see how it all turns out. But it's it's going pretty good so far. You know, we we need to we need to raise some more cash. But I mean, we're good on you know the project will go. We're definitely yeah. It's there. from what I last time I saw it was, uh, I know it was funded at least twice over. So that at least guarantees the production of of the models that were uh, that were ordered. Oh um, yeah, I mean that. There's no danger of that. Yeah, that's awesome. And I'm sure, uh, just based on the drive that you guys have, the people that you've surrounded yourselves with, I'm sure you're going to be with us for quite some time. So it's just great to have you back. So now I have a very interesting question. We mentioned uh, something about discounts. Uh, Is that something we could roll out to perhaps to our our Knife Nuts listeners? Is that something we can do? Yeah. So we've started... And, I, and I'm not the one running this, but so I may have to ask my brother if I miss any points here, because my brother and Adam are working with us. Adam went to school with Nick, my brother. And, you know, so it's a neat thing. So the three of us are knocking this this project out, and I love it. You know, it's kind of a little family business. Um, yeah. But they've got an affiliate thing, I believe is what they're calling it. An so, affiliate link. Gotcha. Yeah. So if you, you'll go to Nick at SniperBladeWorks.com. Mm-hmm. And if you want to help be an affiliate, you can, if you refer people here and they buy, they'll give you like 10% of whatever you sell or whatever. Oh, so we get cash. That's even better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, so you can, you can use it to buy a knife or you can just get cash, but I think that's right. how that thing's set up. So what I, so what, what we're saying here is that, um, what I'll do is I'll reach out to Adam uh, and Nick, right. who's still there, I think, right? Yeah, We're tr- yeah. I told him he would get his time in the spotlight. He, he better not, be fa- not falling asleep on me, are you? I'm here. All right. So what we'll do is we'll, 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 we'll uh, after this is over, whether today, tonight or tomorrow, we'll talk about this. We'll get a link, and we'll put that in the liner notes of this episode for our Knife Nuts folks to get in on. Perfect. Yeah, and, and what we're going to do is, so, yeah, we'll have a link. And we're encouraging anyone that wants to to go and share that link. And then anyone that would buy from it, you'll get 10%. They'll have a dashboard they can go to so they can see what's happening with sales. Um, and, you know, really the goal here for us is, uh, yes, we're funded. But, you know, the real goal is to of open course. whole operations. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, to run a business. Hire, yeah, we want to hire people. We want to put some people to work. And so our true goal is to sell out all 555 of each of the five models. I think that's a reasonable goal for sure. Yeah, you know, and that that would be real success for us um, and would really allow us, like I said, to, you know, full-scale operations and hire some people and really do something and uh, start to get some product out in the market. 
you know, it's 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 there's a lot of Kickstarter stuff out there, but it's it's when you're talking about a brand that has you know has a proven track record, who has a love for knives in general. You're not just in it to make money. You guys are you're you're passionate about knives. Sure, money's good, and and, I'm, and I hope you make a lot of it, but. I think in order to stay uh, relevant in in this industry, you have to. And we've we mentioned it before. You just gotta love what you do. And I think there's a lot of love within Sniper Blade Works. And I think that you're gonna see that uh, pay off for you with everybody that comes to invest in the products. So I think we're gonna see a lot from you guys in in the future as well. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. Thank you. We're we're trying and I'm glad that that hopefully is showing through. Uh, you know, I've got some new stuff that I'm excited to kind of get working on. I think, uh, on the big knife side, I would love to do like a buoy. Yeah. Which we've, we've never done really. Well, that'll and, be awesome. And yeah. maybe I, you can't go wrong with that profile. I think everybody likes their kookeries, and I think one with our handle shape would be pretty cool. Oh yeah, your that your your handle shape is made for something like that. Something to just smash through some some brush. Hey, give me that. Yeah, and then we're we've got a couple folder things we're working on, and we may actually do that here in the states as well. Uh, I could see you guys doing a badass slip joint for some reason. I don't know why, but I feel like it could happen. Like a like a thick beefy uh, like like a sunfish. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. No, I like sunfishes. And we I haven't made one for a while, but a couple of those SF guys carry them. Uh, the TOG. You know, and that's, okay. kind of, that, that's kind of started out with me wanting to make a sunfish. Gotcha. Uh, That'd be awesome. So, yeah, we might we might give that a shot and see. If, especially, I mean, if people want it. You know, I think it'd be fun, too, to see what people want to do. Yeah, and I think that's a big one to do. You know, that's we'll we'll start doing some of that as well. And that's part of the opportunity that a lot of your supporters will get. It's like they're getting an opportunity to be a part of the ground floor of of a brand, you know, and help shape it because you're in a position where that feedback is going to matter, and you're going to listen to it, which is you know huge. Yeah, well, and I I was talking with a buddy last night about some of this, and we were we were saying that you I was saying to him that, you know, I've done, I've been on both sides of the table at shows, right? I mean, cause I was a collector for a lot longer than mm-hmm. I was a maker or having a company, you know? So I think I kind of know how people want to be treated. Mm-hmm. I think I get what they'd like to see. You know, they want to be able to talk to the maker if they can, uh, you know, get some feedback. It's just always nice when you can kind of see a little bit of what's going on behind the curtain. Absolutely. And, and we're happy to do that. Cause I love knives. I love talking knives. Um, so yeah, you know, Lance at cyberbladeworks.com if anybody wants to get a hold of me. Every everyone in the company, it's just your that's, name. That's just awesome. That, you know, cyberbladeworks.com. So if you want to get a hold of somebody, do it. Um, we'll put it we'll put your contact info directly in, in our liner notes too if people have any questions for you, especially if they have anything else specific uh or yeah. to talk to you. I think that's great. I and you know, that is it's it's definitely is. And back you know, years ago when we started this podcast, one of the first topics of, of conversation that we had, and Dave can attest to this, is we talked about buying, you're buying the maker, not, you know, not just the knife. You know, you have to believe what the person behind it stood for. Um, and it makes you want to support that company when you believe in the person behind it or the people behind it in this case. 
Yeah, I think so. I mean, I always liked it when I could get a hold of people and they were helpful, just like the mixed strider thing with that first custom. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was, I was so excited when that yeah, happened. You, you never forget it. Yeah. And I, you know, I just thought that was cool as shit that he got back to me super quick and was like, yeah, absolutely fine. Like, yeah, you can take my blade shape. I don't care. <laughs> like, That's, that, what, that other, what other industry does that happen in? It just doesn't. You know, it, it doesn't. Uh, you know, that, and most of the cats in there are really cool. I don't know if you guys are like friendly with Elisha Witz, but you know, Alan is always oh, yeah. really nice. Yeah, he, I first talked a couple times I met him. He, he's a little standoffish, but he's friends with friends that I uh, that I know. I don't think he knows me that well, so yeah, he's fucking scary, right? Yeah, I mean, he's, yeah. Scary Marie, he's got you know, that. He's got that stare. Yeah, but yeah. he's a nice dude, you know. And I, I know him. I've got a couple of his customs from the old days. Yeah, uh, his wife is really nice. Yeah, they're very and nice knives. Sure. But you know, anytime I've called him, which isn't a lot, but that he always picks up the phone. Yeah, he's very helpful. Uh, another one that's scary, but a good guy, and his friends are kind of scary. Is Doc? Ooh, Schiffer. I, I, Doc Schiffer is the man. I love that dude. Uh, yeah. I, I just watched him on Forge. I was on the edge of my seat. You should have seen me cheering him on on Forged and Fire. Man, he got robbed. Did you watch that episode? Yeah, his uh, that that head got a little loose there at the end, and the he got he he got robbed because that was uh, way nicer. Oh yeah, but you know Steve's stuff is amazing. You know Steve and I did a collaboration together. We I like his recon knife, and I carry one of those now. Oh really? When you were talking about people that you like, I've got oh yeah, carry. And then we made a recon sniper, and we didn't make a lot. You know, I bet we probably didn't make ten of them. But it had our handle, and it was, you know, like our knife, and a recon had a love child. And uh, those things were really cool. And he's he's helping us prototype some stuff right now. I've talked to him a little bit, uh, especially because I've got my shop shut down at the moment as we're trying to figure out what we're going to do and where to mm-hmm. put it. But, yeah, Steve is a great dude. And uh, I've always, you know, we've shared a table a time or two and hung out. And uh, But he's a little scary. You know, you, you want to. You know, if he if he doesn't sound or if he frightens you a little bit, just hang out with him for a minute. It'll be okay. Yeah, it'll be I'll be all right. <laughs> he most likely won't kill you. Uh, that's that's always a good thing. But yeah, like he and Elisha, which both are a little scary, but they're great dudes. Yeah, most of, I, that's what I found with a lot of these knife makers, especially when you're coming from like people in the knife media. Like if you're a rev- quote, I'm doing air quotes again, like a reviewer. Or something like that. I, I'd like to think we come at it from a different approach, uh, but I can understand how a lot of knife makers might be a little standoffish to that, you know, because you never know what people's motives are or or how it can affect your business. But uh, you know, I think people open up eventually. You know, we yeah, got along yeah. real quick, didn't we, Lance? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, I think. I mean, I'm not sure if anybody's listening to this shit, but I'm having a great time. <laughs> people, you know, there will be. A few people that listen to this, so yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I absolutely love talking. I said it's fun when I can talk about my buddies too, right? Like, I mean, I've had absolutely so fun with Shipper over the years. You know, Jody and Birch are always fun to hang out with. Mikey is the life of the party. You know, just like we were talking about Dwyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you ever get a chance to go to a show and hang out with Dwayne and watch him hold court, it is. Just- I've watched from afar. It's like watching a cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. But it's great, and the and the cat is super smart. Uh, but no, these shows are fun. You know, Todd Bag. I haven't seen Todd for a while, but Todd was super helpful. Now Todd is a machinist, right? Todd used to teach a class to people. 
Todd has always been pleasant with us too. He's a, he's he's a really really nice guy. I talk to his brother all the time, so uh, right. I'm really I'm really close with 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 Mark. You know, Todd would uh, I was when we were first starting this shit. I'm talking to Todd, and I'm like, you know, this is how we're doing it, right? Because there's a difference on how you make one knife versus how you make five. One hundred percent. Yep. And, and you you know you start to realize like, hey, I don't know shit about machining, <laughs> and I. I need to make this go faster. So I'm talking with Todd. I can't remember if we were at blade or maybe at the Chicago show, but I'm like, you know, I think there's a better way to do this. And he, you know, Todd just looked at me so disgusted. He's like, Lance, there is a better way to do it. Let me, let me help you. That's awesome. That's yeah, great. But, you know, he's, I haven't seen him in a minute, but he was always uh, a great guy. And, and when I told you, you know, when I first quit the sheriff's department and went out and saw Mikey, Todd was back there in Seattle at the time. So we all went to dinner and had a great time with him. Uh, you know, Todd Begg worked for PSE, the archery people. That's right. I remember. I remember uh, talking about that. With, with I think it was with him actually at the New York show one year. He looked like a hippie. They Jesus him, Christ! They Sorry, told him a lot of things just fell off my uh, desk and nearly attacked me. <laughs> they were like, "Hey, if you'll cut your hair, we'll give you a real job." Right? They liked him. They're like, "We'll let you move into the office." Wow. But, but you need to not look like a hippie. And he's like, okay, <laughs> no problem. Uh, I don't think that's and, a problem with him now. He doesn't, he certainly doesn't look like a hippie. Yeah. He's, he's a good cat. Definitely. Uh, let me see. That's, that's good stuff, man, for sure. Uh, what about now? Like, are there any production knives that you like? Have you been following, uh, a lot of the, the modern, uh, high end production knives? Uh, a little bit. I've been so busy trying to get this going and I'm still working full time. I don't get as much time as I would like, but like, I know Birch just did something with the, uh, the spider coat people that came. Yep. Out. Yep. I just, I just had one of those. It's a pretty cool knife, the bombshell. Uh, so I thought that thing was neat and it, and it looked very birchy, very birchy. It didn't even feel even the down to the feel. It's one of those things like, wow, this, if you, if you, if you blindfolded me and handed me the knife, I could tell you it was a birch. Uh, and I haven't seen it, but I think Dan had something from DSK that may be coming out. I, it's been, I talked uh, a few weeks ago, but I think he's got something going on. Yeah. Um, you know, I like all the Medford stuff. I'm, uh, friendly with Greg and we've, we've talked to Greg about maybe doing something down the road. Talk about a character. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. He is a hoot. I, uh, I do. I, I, I get along with Greg. I can only take like a certain amount. I think a certain amount of Greg Medford and then yeah, I have my fill and I can go back. There's no off switch on a tiger, no, right? no. but he is really smart. Uh, you know, I think he's got good machining and knife knowledge. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. So we've uh, we've chatted with him, you know, about possibly something here in the U.S. for down the road. Because mm -hmm. he's with, working uh, with Strider now, right? Isn't he doing yeah, he, some? I I haven't. I, I want to say I saw a quick picture of one, but mm -hmm. he helped them do some stuff. Uh, I think it's an AR. I think is what they're building. To to rewind. It may be. I think it's a like a like a, a new version of the AR. Uh, John over at EOS Cases, yeah, New York. Yep, I've, I know him I've well. Something that he's uh, helping us with, and I kind of got sidetracked, but I need to get back to him because mm -hmm. I actually think he drew some stuff up. And this this knife was this is something that hadn't been out; no one's seen it. Uh, 
it's really cool. It's got all the sniper stuff, but it, it's toned down just a little bit, mm-hmm. but still has the same ergonomics. I'd love that thing. And, uh, so we may be able to make that happen. There's, there's a lot of neat stuff in the future. We, we want to do some gun line stuff, that, you know, That's where cool, man. firearm kind of counterpart or take some styling cues from some different firearms. That would definitely make sense from a financial perspective. I think there's more money to be made in the, in the, in the gun industry for the most part. Yeah. I, I think if they get it. I, there's, there are some, uh, you know, I love like scout rifles. I'm a big mm-hmm. fan of those. And especially as my eyes get worse, uh, you know, pushing that scope further away helps me see it. So uh, if I wish you, uh, we'll have to have you back or, uh, at some point, cause I do want you to meet Brian, um, Brian Nadeau. He's a knife maker, machinist, um, incredibly brilliant dude. Um, if you don't follow him on Instagram, you ought to sharp by design is his name on there. I think um, I know who that is, but if, I'll go check that. If I'm not, yeah, I will. Yeah. I think you'll get a real kick out of talking to him. Um, he, he's, he's a great resource for anything, uh, machining too. So, uh, and if, always helpful. I know he, he bounces, he, he's always someone that people go to. So here, here's Definitely. something interesting. If, I don't know if any of your guys, uh, followers hunt or not. And with all the COVID stuff, it kind of got put on the back burner, Yeah, but, um, I like to hunt mm-hmm. and I've got a connection where we may be able to have some people come hunt with us. We do some hog hunting. Oh, wow. Down in Oklahoma. I was going to say, do you do that locally or do you have to go out of state? It's about five hours from Kansas City. Gotcha. So it's not too far. About the time you're ready to be out of the vehicle, you're there. Gotcha. Far enough away that you just can't come home. You got a plan on it, right? Yeah. But I love that too. I mean, they can't just make me come back if something. Right. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, I'll be there eventually, but not now. Uh, But that, that place is awesome. But I went to Africa right before I quit the sheriff's department mm-hmm. and I became good buddies with my guide and I, we're going to try and set something up where some people could come hunt with us with those guys over in South Africa. Once oh, wow. Every, that's, that's uh, crazy. That's the coolest thing I've ever done, by the way. I'm sure. I mean, that's, and I, and I told you, I don't like to fly. Right. Cause right. That, that's I'm a hell not, of a flight too, man. It is. I didn't like to fly before and that, that DEA thing made it worse, Yeesh. but, yeah. uh, they actually had that knocked down where you can go straight from Atlanta. Sorry about that, brother. No worries. You can go straight from Atlanta to Joburg now. Right. Oh, you wow. Yeah. You don't have to go through Dakar. And it cuts It cuts about three hours off the flight. Well, it also cuts off uh, takeoffs and landings, which I like. I, don't, I want to do as few of those as possible. <laughs> uh, you know, the last three hours of that flight are really what sucks. Uh, yeah, you're just sitting there, and I can only imagine, man. That's got to be the worst. Yeah, you know, and by the time I get there, I'm like, I don't know if I'm jet lagged, if I'm drunk, or if I'm hungover. Or what time it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm just pounding Jack the entire way. Just get me there. Ooh, uh, that's a that's a brave man. But the Ooh. trip, the, the country is amazing. The people yeah. are amazing. Uh, the knife makers are badass, man. Yeah, like uh, Steve uh, McCrill. Mm-hmm. We're with him. Steve does a thing that it's uh, similar to one of our knives. We did a little mini collaboration. That's I think cool. it's Black Cast or something. And that guy's, he's another one of those cats that his background is kind of scary. He's uh, hes Jewish, right? So he, mm-hmm. oh, wow, yeah. I think he may have gone back. He may have been in the Israel, uh, Israeli military at some point. I don't 
I don't know. Down with, well, if he was, if he ever lived in Israel, he definitely had to take some, yeah. had to go for some military. I, I don't training. know completely about his background, nor do I want to. <laughs> we don't ask those questions. Yeah, but he's a badass and a lot of fun. So I think we could set up a real fun uh, little knife tour, some other people's shops, do some hunting, some sightseeing. I think that would be fantastic. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, and, anything. I, like I workshops like that or hunting trips. I think. I think you guys have a, a you know, it, it could be an expansion of the brand. I really do. I think you've got a lot of great stuff going on. Yeah, I'd like to at some point see it be more than just the knives. Absolutely. It's a, it's a lifestyle brand is what, uh, you know, all the kids would like to say. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. A sniper Blade Works, a lifestyle brand. Right. Yeah. I love it. Right next to the Apple store you could open up. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well lance it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you uh really yeah, well, really enjoyed it we wanted to set this up this is a little different than we normally do and we wanted to set something up special for you to get you know to to really ring home the um uh, to the build of the kickstarter and welcome you guys back uh to the knife world uh if there if there's anything else you guys want to talk about please feel free to bring it up uh and if not, we will we'll have to do this again. Yeah, no, this was fun. I would love to do it again. We could come up with a few other topics. I would, you know, if the people will go check out our Kickstarter, if they have time, I would really appreciate that. Absolutely. Uh, we'll put out. links in. We'll, we'll absolutely have the links in the description here. Yeah, and we, I think we've, I'm not real technical, but I think we have it set up too. Like if you're on Instagram, there's links and all those pictures. Totally. It'll take totally. you right there. Yeah, and I'll be or posting, you, you know. To, uh, sniperbladeworks.com, you can get mm -hmm. there. Uh, so that would be cool. Yeah. I'd like people to go check out the craft video too, and let us know what they, that think. video came out beautifully. I, that was the first thing that, uh, I saw, uh, when you guys, when I, when, when you guys reached out to us and I gotta tell you, it won me over because I was familiar with sniper blade works prior. Um, and it showed the true effort that you were putting into coming back. It wasn't like a half hearted attempt. You guys were were serious about what you were doing and, and coming back with a vengeance. Yeah, I was I was really pleased with how that turned out. It was a kind of a, a weird experience. Uh, I'm sure it's always awkward being on the other end of the, the you, lens. Yeah, yeah, you haven't. I mean, it, when you see the video come out, it's like you know six minutes, and mm -hmm. but you don't realize it took two days to do it. I can all yeah, uh, it's a lot of work. It, it was fun though. It was it was definitely interesting though. All those cats in there were really good. Uh, to work with i was i was pleased with that experience because i got, we did it in mikey's shop right in seattle so it was great to see him again and uh i just i had a i had a blast doing it it was fun i'm, I'm looking forward to making another one one of these days if we if we feel like we have anything important to say absolutely i'm sure i'm sure the the opportunities and and the reasons to do them will be plentiful so uh, I definitely recommend we'll, we'll we'll put a direct link to the video as well in the description, too, because I want people to watch that. Once we get on the other side of the Kickstarter, we're going to try and get out and do some travel. And I'm going to come see some people. We'll come back and try and see you guys. And yeah. Like you, you and I mentioned earlier, we'll go hit the uh, some of the Mackey's pizza joints. Oh, hell yeah, man. I got places. We, we can go better places than that. Trust me. You come you come here. We're going to eat good. We'll uh, we'll round my buddy up. I've got a buddy from high school that uh, happens to live back there or did. So we'll find him. Small What's world, right? Small like, world. What are the chances yeah. of that? Yeah, we'll uh, 
you know, decide if it's say, how is Chester these days? Is it still rough? Chester is Chester, you know, it's, <laughs> right? you know, you know, I mean, it's, if you're going to pick a place to hang out of all the places to, to pick, like in the area, then that probably not would not be a number one. You know? Not top of the list, but Springfield's yeah. still good, right? Springfield's cool, and like Chester County has a lot of great, great places. You know, my buddy Jake lives out in Parksburg. It's out near Lancaster. He's a, he's a, he's a, a, a co-host on this show who you'll also get a chance to meet. I hope. Um, but you know, it's a, yeah. it's a lot of different we'll, stuff all around. We'll run down that other guy from uh, Upper Darby. It'll be yeah. fun. You like old home week? I love it. Well, you've got a place to stay, so. If you guys find yourselves in this area, you know the the Knife Nuts Manor is 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 at your disposal. It's it's not a manor; it's <laughs> it's a small house, but you know it's you're still welcome there. Okay, Lance, it was an absolute pleasure having you. Uh, I want to thank you so much for coming on and and spending some time with us. Yeah, right, thank so you guys. This was this was a ton of fun. I'm looking forward to doing it again, and uh, it was it was great to talk knives and some of the people in the community and uh, I hope we can do it again. And hopefully someone listened and enjoyed <laughs> with less technical difficulties. Yeah. So thank you for sticking with us through all of that. Yes. Thank you so much. And I'm okay. sure we'll get it. I hopefully we get a chance to, to meet you in person too. So yeah, we'll, we'll definitely get back there. We're going to do a little uh, tour once this thing's over, uh, kind of like the skateboarding king of the road thing. I'm and into we're that. Go, we're going to go surprise some people and kind of, show up at their shops commando stuff oh my gosh that's so funny we, you, anytime you end up here we could do it there's so many makers in the area we could just, uh, just pop in and do a little uh disturb the peace of it, see what happens yeah a little impromptu hey guess who came to dinner <laughs> <laughs> well again thank you so much man thank you thank yeah. you all and we wish you guys the best of luck with everything go join that kickstarter do it yeah i appreciate it you guys be safe thank you jim Thank you.